Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there, and welcome to a little special bonus episode. Bonus episode. Whoop, whoop. I didn't do my podcast voice either. Yeah. You didn't, did you? I know people might not know who we are. Hello. And welcome to Real Life Ghost Stories. I'm such a dick. Now you know. So we're going to do questions and answers. Little Q&A. So I put this up on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, etc, etc. Thinking we get like about three questions. And we got loads. So I decided to do it as a little bonus episode. And I have no idea what any of the questions are because I'm not on any of those social media platforms at the moment. No, Dan's not on any social media platforms. So he hasn't seen any of these questions. I haven't told him any of them. I am excited. You ready to do this? I uh, uh, uh. No, there's nothing really horrific. Okay. There's some funny questions, okay. I think, that you'll enjoy, but okay. there's nothing really horrific. Okay. And it also gives you guys the chance to get to know us a little bit. Yes. Because we're actually, you know, we're more than just a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a really sore throat as well, so you'll have to forgive me if my voice is horrific. Are you ready for question one? I am ready for question one. Is it just for me then? All these questions? No, 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 no all these okay. questions are for both of us. Okay, good. What is the scariest horror or ghost film you've ever seen that comes from Heidi by the way hey hey Heidi hey Heidi oh that's a good question I know what mine is because I was thinking about this today so I've got two E.T. oh three (laughs) (laughs) obviously E.T. is fucking right as you've had a chance to think about it can I suggest you go first and then maybe I can okay so my two are probably not what you would expect my first one is Jeepers Creepers oh yeah and I don't know what it is about that film but it absolutely terrified me like beyond all reason terrified me who knew some sort of demon man in a trench coat and a cowboy hat reminiscent of the undertaker would be so terrifying who knew hated it that film terrified me i don't really know why but it just really fucking slayed me and that one and the grudge i Yeah. We watched that recently, actually. You didn't we find did. it that scary. No, I think it just, it felt very dated, I think, because it was the first time I'd seen it. Yeah, and it probably just felt very dated. sort of, of its time. Um, I think, possibly, I'm going to be a bit left field here, and I'd have to say the two scariest things I've seen are probably not scary to other people, but I found them terrifying. They were both on YouTube, and they were both shorts. Oh, what were they? So, one of them is The Smiling Man. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Which is horrific. Which I really didn't like, and that's all about like really odd movements and weird faces and being oh yeah, stalked. honestly, YouTube the Smiling Man if you haven't seen it. Didn't like that at all. That just disturbed me a little bit. And also the the lights out short. So the thing that the film the film is yeah terrible. the film's not very good, but the thing that the film is based on the short on YouTube is 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 not very nice at all. It's really discomforting, and actually you can see why they tried to make it into a film. It just wasn't as good as it should have been. Oh, that that those that was good. Mm. Good answer. But in terms of films, I don't know because they always they all scare me in the moment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but nothing's had like a massive lasting sort of like there's effect been, on yeah. you. Might have to come back to that later. I might think of something as we're talking. Question two comes from Hannah. What do you both do career wise? 
I'm going to answer first again because okay. it's all about me. Absolutely. I'm actually a professional paranormal investigator. <laughs> I'm obviously not. I am not going to tell you what my career is. I'll tell you mine because I don't really care. Um, I work in adult education and I train tutors to teach adults. Yay! So that's what I do. So Dan works in adult education with sound No, Nowhere near as exciting, but that's what I do. I have a job. I, I have a career. I do something. And I'm also doing a PhD. She's a spy. PhD. I am a spy. Stop <laughs> telling people. That defeats the whole point of being a spy. Just saying. I knew I should never have told you that. Next question comes from Jessica, which is a, it's a little bit left field. It's more of a statement than a question. I like left field. Have you heard about the Hungry Ghost Festival in Asia? It is a time in August to September every year and it's when the gates of hell open and all are free to roam the earth because there are a lot of experiences from people you can find it online. I, that sounds um, like the most... Un- I don't even like festivals and that sounds the most unimpeded festival ever. <laughs> uh, no, I have not heard of it. That's but my answer. Haven't I? We will do... I think we should do an episode on Asian... Uh, law at some point because the ghosts that I see um, and the stories that I read about Thai ghosts are, and Indonesian ghosts are terrifying oh there was that did you know that Indonesian ghost where the girl is on one leg hopping along get out we have listeners in Indonesia yeah. if you're an Indonesian listener get Tell in contact with us let us know our next one and again I'm going to be really I'm, I'm, like I can't pronounce everyone's name so I'm really sorry and I don't know what your name is but your surname is Rodriguez it's Ilse, maybe? Mm-hmm. I'm going to try maybe. that. We're going to try that. So I'm sorry if that's wrong. What is the scariest ghost experience you've ever been told? So I've got, I've got like a couple of stories that I've been told that always still freak me out when I think of them. One of them is an urban legend and it's like a common ghost story, but every time I think about it, I hate it. But what is it? It's the one where the boy is upstairs and his mum. He hears his mum. Get out! Yeah. He hears his mum calling him, and then he goes downstairs to his mum. Runs, goes into the kitchen, and someone grabs him and pulls him into the cupboard. And it's his mum, and he's like, "I heard it too." And then it just ends like that, and it freak just gives me because it's just enough information to freak you out, but doesn't. Well, you need anything. to you need to look at the look <sighs> up like those one line horror stories or three line horror yeah. stories because they are good. But also. Just recent, I get freaked out by everything, so this isn't a very good question for me. But recently, my dad told me a story which oh that freaked yeah. me out massively. Oh, that was not good. So we were with Dan's dad and and, and his mum, and we were talking. And my about... parents just took a bit of contact. My, my parents are very straight laced. Yeah. Um. So we were talking about the podcast, yeah. and I was kind of explaining the premise of the podcast to them, and I and I jokingly said about how I was going to order a Ouija board to freak Dan out, and they both got really serious, and they were like. Don't, don't bring something like that into the house and Dan's dad who is he's straight laced but he's also a joker but I've never seen him so serious yeah. like he was really annoyed at me at the thought of bringing a Ouija board into the house and he told what was he what was the story so basically he used to go on uh, camps when he was younger um, and he was on an all boys camp up in Wales um, so you, to contextualise it this will be in what the mid 60s I guess um, and some boys on the trip uh, brought a Ouija board um, in and did it one night and the Ouija board said that they were going to get into a bus crash on the way back and um, 
they got into a bus crash on the way back and a tree went down the middle of the aisle. Yeah, like like Final Destination style. Yeah, nobody, people were injured, nobody got hurt. And not only that, my dad said he remembered it being like one of these places that was always warm, but after the Ouija board, it was freezing cold. Yeah, and he then, was so serious. But he was so is. serious and that really freaked me out because it's odd. Like I think when it comes from someone that you know and trust, it's a bit like... <laughs> yeah, that's a bit weird. But he was just like, yep, yeah, I would never mess with that ever. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, then I felt really bad. I was like, I wasn't really joking. I wasn't actually going to bring it into the house. So there's that. <sighs> uh, but in terms of my own experiences, there's only that thing with the little girl that freaked me out a little bit in the pub, which I told on the podcast before. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've had any, if I've had anything that's like really terrified me when people have told me. Um... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Any alien abduction story ever. (laughs) Yeah, true, actually. The alien abduction story we did a couple of weeks ago, really, like, I couldn't sleep after it. <sighs> it's traumatising. Let's not get into that bullshit, because I'm pretty sure there's alien questions along here. Along the way! That's a good question, though. Thank you for that, um, Mr. Rodriguez or Mrs. Rodriguez. Next question comes from Dave Keane. Hey, Dave Keane. Would you rather... Who, just say this is on record, if I should perish in a bus crash. A bush crash. A bush crash. Dave Keane is my replacement host. He doesn't know this, but... Yeah, we had a conversation about that the other day where Dan said, I think Dave Keane should take over the podcast if I die. <laughs> don't know why, but like, but there we are. Dave Keane, you've been, um, you've been chosen. So Dave Keane's question. Would you rather bust one ghost-sized duck or 100 duck-sized ghosts? You know, the point of this is that you speak. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to... Can you say it again? Sorry. Um, Would you rather bust one ghost... Bust. Bust, as in ghost bust. Oh, right, yeah, that, no, that makes sense. Sorry, Dave. Would you rather bust one ghost-sized duck or 100 duck-sized ghosts? I think if we're talking about um, sort of narcissistically, 100 duck-sized ghosts, because the number's bigger. So yeah, I could have 100 kills on my... Or busts. Well, I'd go for the on 100 jacket. Um, duck size ghosts because i think a ghost sized it's cruel to kill a ghost sized duck i like yeah, I, ducks i'm pretty sure a ghost sized duck would kill you first if you didn't oh well how do you know how big the ghost is could be a ghost child could be a ghost child i could fucking just drop kick that in the face down the no stairs worries about it. no worries i think yeah so i think in terms of like getting my little notches on my jacket <laughs> then obviously i'd have you're that. not wearing a jacket you're actually naked <laughs> from the waist up right now yes yeah, so he be a- genuinely is by the way that's not an exaggeration 
Why are you looking at me like that for? So I'd be like Killmonger in... Uh, yeah, gotcha. In Black Panther. Um, but to get all my... With 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 size goals, yeah. So with all my with all my kills, it would be for the the hundred. But in terms of effort, probably just the ghost size duck because it's one. Probably take a little less time. Might yeah. be a bit more comical if I had Benny Hill going in the background as well. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like it's really cruel to kill a duck. But anyway, each to their own. Our next one comes from Jamie, Emma. The truth, please. Have you or have you not been abducted by aliens? I promise I will believe your answer no matter how crazy it sounds. This is a good question. This is a good question. I know the answer. What is the answer? Yes. What, what, the, what, what the fuck? <laughs> I've not been abducted by aliens because aliens are too frightened no. of me. <laughs> this person has asked for the truth. So let's tell them the truth. Right. What is the truth then? When you're a small girl in Ireland, in the rural fields, you're out playing on the golf course even. Let's change the setting. You're out on the golf course playing one evening and you stumbled across some aliens and they took you with them and they replaced what, you. What, were they having a, a cheeky, cheeky round of golf like? <laughs> on the, what do you mean I stumbled no, across No, they were aliens? drinking on the ninth hole like all aliens do. Right, sorry. You stumbled across them and they took you with them and then they replaced you with the person you are now. So I'm a changeling and I'm also Star-Lord. I'm both of those things. All of those things rolled into one. Amazing. Yep. How awful And the truth me. is now out there. So thanks the for asking. The truth is out there. Thanks now for asking, Jamie. It's good to get that off my chest. Jamie has another question. Yes, Jamie. Dan. Yes. Are there any films you don't like? <laughs> There's one film I don't like, actually. And uh, I have to say, this is the only film that I haven't actually enjoyed. Because even the really bad films I enjoy. So I watched um, Hell Comes to Frogtown yesterday, which is an awful, awful film. But it was so good because it was so bad. Um, but there's one film I don't like, Jamie, to answer your question. Go on, then. <laughs> and that film is The Breakup with uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, Vince Vaughn. Uh, I don't like it because it was billed as a romantic comedy and it's not funny and it's not romantic because they stay broken up. Spoiler. And it was just terrible, which is a really bad film. I so, did not know this yeah, about you. It's the only film I haven't, I don't like. Good God. So far. There might be others out there, so please send them my way. I feel like I've learned something about you. This was a good idea. Sorry, Vince Vaughn, by the way. Laura wanted to know. This question has been on people's minds. Are you ready for this? Okay, yep, ready. Are y'all married? And I said y'all. Are y'all married? My friends and I can't figure out your relationship. Ilse. I'm, I'm sorry if that's not your name. Also said, I can't either, lol. And then I said, now I'm curious to know what you think our relationship is. Interesting. And Laura said, I think you all are a couple, but I'm not sure about the married part. Now, this is where this gets really awkward. Okay. Because, obviously, you and I are brother and sister. So, that's (laughs) going to be a bit traumatic for everybody involved. (laughs) Is that actually the line to take in? (laughs) No, we're not brother and sister. I'm making that up. Polygamous marriage with Bims. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> Don't say that. So Dan and I are in a relationship, yes. Uh, we're not married. The reason why we're not married is because if we ever got divorced, I don't want him to have custody of the children. Child, singular. <laughs> cat, child, cat. Cat, child. Cat, child. Cat, child. Uh, but yeah, there you go. I can't believe people were discussing that, whether or not we were married. We're not married. 
Um, anything you'd like to add, by the way? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought that was really funny. I thought yeah. I, I, my favorite bit of that was my friends and I can't figure out your relationship. <laughs> have you ever, this comes from Donna. Have you ever spoken about something and then something weird or creepy happened during or after? Oh yeah. A couple of times actually really weird, like odd occurrences to me, which I thought might come up with another episode, but I just tell them now, I guess. Like what? So there's one time. Have you told me this? Yeah, I have told you, and you uh, remember it. So I, I was—I went through a stage where I binge watched that seventies show. So I was watching it like religiously on Netflix. Oh, I—I I thought we were going specifically for the podcast. Yep, go on. Oh, is that what the question was? I don't really know. Have you ever spoken about something and then something weird or creepy happen either during or after? So I think she might mean during the podcast. Um, but tell you that seventy social. That 70s show story, because I like that one. Yeah, so I was going through a phase of binging, binge watching it, and I just left. Uh, I think I was meeting you, actually. I think I just met you, or I was talking to you about it. I think it was you, because it was, or I was heading back to you, and I'd left Will. So it's either you or Will. <laughs> it's always either me or Will. <laughs> and uh, we've This been, three-way relationship. We've been talking about it, and I was walking one day down, one way down the street, and there were three people walking towards me, and they were having this really loud conversation, um about that 70s show which was weird enough in itself and then as i was walking i was like that's really weird i turned to look back and just as i turned to look back the guy that was in the middle turned around looked me in the eye but still speaking to friends went yeah it's such a good show it's so funny and just looked at me and then carried on walking and it was really bizarre like really bizarre Mm. and there was i've had a similar one as well but i'm gonna save it oh because i think we're gonna we might do an episode about something and I, I think I'm going to talk about it then, so I don't want to keep that one away. I mean, we might potentially do an episode. But in terms about of, um... well, I mean, we've had stuff like we regularly when we if we record on a Saturday morning, it always ends up with somebody knocking at the door, yeah, like the oh postman knocking at the door, and it always frightens the oh shit, I dropped something, and it always frightens the shit out of us every time. But we like sometimes when we record episodes, the lights like flash and stuff. Like, yeah, we've we started recording um this week's episode earlier, and the lights were flashing. Yeah. Probably telling us not to use that version of it and re-record it later. Yeah, probably. <laughs> stop, stop. Because <laughs> I kept um, I kept fucking it up, so we have to re-record me. it. But yeah, not really. We haven't had that many weird experiences. Somebody messaged me earlier on Twitter and was like, "I've just gotten to episode thirteen. What the fuck? Why do? Are you serious about lights turning off? Street lights turning off when Dan walks under them?" And I, we genuinely were. Yes, 100% like that was a, that wasn't a joke. Happens to me not every time, but more often than it should to just yeah. be a coincidence which is weird it's weird in itself and the Hershey Donna asked another question okay Donna where Sheet. she said have you heard of the raven mocker no no but not. it sounds terrifying it looks pretty fucking terrifying too do you want to see it yeah there you go that's it ooh I know yeah looks that, like a whole load of nope that might be a is it someone that goes round farms Making raven noises just before someone dies, like a banshee. <laughs> is that what a raven sounds like? It's kind of like that. A little bit more. Husky. I, if I heard that, I'd be like, "Why is some guy pretending to be a raven?" Or is it someone that goes around finding flocks of ravens, points at them, and goes, "Huh?" Why raven mocker? Oh, I thought that was quite funny. Dad joke, admittedly, but I thought it was quite funny. I thought no, that was good. Another question. Are you ready? My phone yep. keeps vibrating. I'm sorry. 
What is your take on Ouija boards and what do you think of their history? Hell no! I feel like we've done an episode on this. We have, but I've just told you a story about my dad. Uh, oh yeah. I don't like him anyway, even though I know that it was just a game. It was a yeah, I don't, I don't believe in them. I don't think it's a I real know, but thing. The way I look at it is if you're happy to experience any side effects of using a Ouija board, if you're down with that, by all means, go ahead and use it. I'm not, so I'm not going to mess around with that crap because I'm just enough. not happy. I don't. I, I'm just thinking about poltergeist. How annoying they are! I don't want that shit in my house. Thank you very much. I lose enough stuff as it is without having people, non-people, moving it around. I don't yeah, want things true. being thrown at me. I don't want stuff being broke. I don't want no like funny, funky smells. I can do that stuff myself. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, and I just don't. I just think like if there's even a chance of it, you just shouldn't mess with it. That's my personal opinion. But it makes for a good podcast episode, doesn't it? That's true. I think it's just people. I think they just capitalised on people's misery. I think that's you know. I mean, fair enough. If you're going to make loads of money from the fact that people were desperately trying to speak to their dead, hope your conscience can deal with that. Well, you're never speaking to the dead, though, are you? You're just speaking to evil spirits. Right. Okay. Well, you're not. But oh, well, let's not get it. There's an episode on it. There's a whole episode on it. <laughs> what is your favorite fictional ghost story and why? My favorite fictional ghost story is "The Turn of the Screw" by Henry James, and it's um, a gothic novel. It's about um, a woman who goes to be a nanny in a sort of big old rickety house, and there's something supernatural in the house. But there's a suggestion that. The children are actually have actually just been abused and it's not supernatural or oh, it's good. And the new series of The Haunting of Hill House is based on it. Ooh, yeah, it's called The Haunting of Blythe Manor, I think. But either way... It's called The Turn of the Screw. No. Yeah. Either way, The Turn of the Screw. The fil- There's a film as well called The Innocence. It's Sinead's favourite film. Nice. Let's check that out at some point. Yeah. What, what do you think yours is? I'm a big fan of, and I haven't read any in years because the last few times I've read it, it really, they really messed my head up is the... Um, books by the British author called James Herbert so he's written some lots of horror films quite horror, horror books rather that are c- quite famous he's like the British Stephen King I guess but he actually writes about horror rather than childhood trauma um, and yeah they're absolutely terrifying there's a book of his called Rats which I don't know why I ever read in the first place um, oh yeah Dan, Dan has a phobia of rats oh, yeah and that did not help but there's another book which I can't remember the title of um but it's really cool. It's about a... I think it's called The Shrine, actually. It's about this village where all this sort of, like, semi-religious shrine stuff happens. Like, you know, like, um, what's it, like, miracles, that kind of thing happens in this village. Oh, but, there was a whole thing of that, like... Oh, I need to show you the, the Ireland in the... I think it was in the early 90s when they had a whole thing about stuff happening in shrines. Yeah. All over the country. So this was this is just in one village in Britain, and it's a fictional story, but it's, like, um, it's really sinister creepy and it, what starts off as being like oh these miracles are happening it suddenly becomes really sinister and like lots of dark stuff starts happening in place of it and I thoroughly recommend reading it if you can get down a, if you can track down a copy of it it's called The Shrine it's by James Herbert just in general read James Herbert books if you like a good scare so The Haunted Ride okay. who it's a paranormal podcast alright hey hey they're our little pals what interests you moat moat what interests you about moats what interests you <laughs> well I really like the way that they were used in uh, Norman defences oh, um, what to is, stop I'll write history storming. boy 
Nerd. What interests you most about the paranormal? I think it's the fact that I've got an answer for this, but I need to put it into so sentences. So if you were, if you've got something that you thought about, because I I'm feeling a bit. I haven't really thought about this one, but I, um, I'm interested in paranormal because realistically, the paranormal is about people, and I love trying to get to grips with and understanding why people do the things they do, and why people see the things they see, and why people react to things in the ways that they react so i think that if for example if you know something some sort of poltergeist and i'm using inverted commas to say poltergeist activity happened in this house you and i would probably have very different reactions to it yeah i'd be fuck that shit i'm out and i think that it's really interesting people people who believe people who don't believe when people have a paranormal story they are so desperate for you to believe it because they're so desperate to share that with somebody, to share that experience with somebody, and for somebody else to say, "Actually, I believe you," is a really important thing. So I just like the people element of it. Okay, I'm going to start my explanation by saying something really stupid. Ah, oh, brilliant! But I'll contextualise it. I like the paranormal because it's not normal. Clues in the name. So I think that um, it's good to have a little bit of wonderment and a little bit of fear in your life at times. And I like the fact that the paranormal does that to me. It feels like safe scares at times. Okay, that's okay. Um, in a similar way that I quite enjoy magic and I have no uh, need to know how it's done. I just like being tricked. Yeah, we do love magic. And so I feel the same way about paranormal. I can't explain it. And I quite like the fact that I can't explain it. And it's good. And that's why it interests me. Yeah. What made you decide to start a podcast? Right, okay, so I'll give you the long-winded story. Is that me and my friend Will recorded a podcast first, actually, um, which never saw the light of day. <laughs> but one day, we were going to release it as a extra content for, for another podcast. Um, and then Emma said, oh, we should do a podcast. And Emma was just uh, a bit more productive. No, I can't say that, can I? <laughs> well, you've said it now. There's no Damn going it. back. <laughs> I uh, know Emma was a bit more organised, and I think me and Will were a bit were a bit flaky. And Will was a very, very much a perfectionist, and spent too. Well, long... you're saying I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Will spent a long time trying to make it perfect, and we we neither of us are happy with it. So it's never going to see the light of day. But we might try something else soon. Yeah, I I had I'd been talking about doing a podcast for ages. I kept being like, I'm going to start a podcast, and then I got really competitive when Will and Dan did it. That's basically what happened. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I didn't have a clue. I didn't know anything about podcasting or recording audio or anything along those lines. So we just, we're still winging it, really. We still don't fucking know what we're doing. I basically am still doing what I was doing with Will in that I'm showing up and talking and the other two are doing the hard work. So that's yeah. why I'm doing a podcast because they just let me do nothing, which is nice. Yeah, but still, it's I quite enjoy doing it, so it's fine. How do you feel about tarot cards and divination tools? Well... I think I like the artwork on old school tarot cards. So yeah. I think the artwork's really cool. Um, it's probably not what you meant. No, I don't think that's what they meant. But I've had a couple of tarot readings in my life and both of them told me I'm going to be really rich and I'm really poor. So I tend to think they're bullshit. <laughs> well, I'm still waiting. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe it's, maybe it's, you will be really rich. 
I feel like someone might be reaching my wake. (laughs) Yeah, me. That's another reason why Dan and I aren't married, because Dan has life insurance and he's afraid that I'll kill him for the life insurance money if we get married. (laughs) Which is a possibility, because I'm very poor as well. Um, I don't believe in tarot cards like that. I think they look cool, but it's not really my jam. That's a money-making scheme, wasn't it, back in the day? Yeah. Because you had to cross the gypsies' palms. Yeah, you had to cross the gypsies' cards but no you didn't you had to cross the juicy's palm with silver all back in the day didn't you yeah um so it's always been a money spinner and i think they still use that way as well um i just don't know i don't really know how much you can tell from that kind of thing i'm interested in the art of it yeah i think it is beautiful this is a great art to it what like the modern ones not so much but the old school ones are really cool what is the craziest story you have i mean in life in general or yeah, I've got loads of crazy stories that aren't particularly scary, but make me look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, me too. I think um, I think it's difficult because all the stories that we do are so different. Yeah. And I, I made a point from the very beginning that um, we wouldn't rely on the really well-known stories all the time. That we don't, we try and do real, like that's the whole point of it being real life ghost stories. We try and do people's ghost stories and stories that maybe are less common so all the stories that we do are so different I think for me the craziest one the craziest podcast story we've done is um, The Boy in the Attic is the Lorcan Bale yeah, story yeah that one was mental and one I've never heard before as well like I've heard touches of some of the other ones yeah when you started them but um, that one I'd never heard before and it was so weird and I still feel, I still feel like there's something untold about that story yeah and we'll never know no we'll never know unless we really find him I still am really tempted to contact him I might Pete Gill, who is... Oh, do you not want just a random crazy story? Oh, do you want to do a random crazy story? I was, was going to tell my story about being in a taxi in Kenya. Do you know that story? No, I don't know. I'll tell it and you can cut it out if you don't think it's appropriate. Oh, because I'm not editing this episode, oh, so... Okay. Well, I won't tell it then. <laughs> oh, well, that's disappointing. <laughs> now, maybe, maybe we can tell it at the end. Yeah, okay. So, Pete Gill who is a friend of the podcast, he messaged and he said, what do you think of these so-called mediums who contact the dead on TV or in massive theatres? Um, I think they're probably all hoaxes, to be fair. I think they're con artists and I think they prey on vulnerable people. Yep. And it really, really upsets me when you see people sobbing because they've, you know, contacted their dead child or something it's it i I don't agree with it i think pete then went on to say about the darren brown series where he spent a week with some of them and showed how it could be faked so easily i think darren brown does that really well but i also think that people find a real comfort in it so i'm a bit i'm a bit i don't think it's real i think they do prey on vulnerable people i think it's a money-making racket but is that really wrong when people get comfort from it I don't know I think it is to profit from it but I think it probably like you say people get a lot some people get a lot of closure from it yeah and I guess you find closure in different ways anyway don't you like you might find you might get a message from some like a something happens like a coincidence or something like that that you might feel is like a message that brings you closure it's not really any different to that The, the only difference is that these people are being charged for it and actually that's that's what's wrong about it yeah there's uh, i'm reading a really good book at the moment called paranormality by richard wiseman i think and he used to be a magician and then he went and became a doctor of i think he's a doctor of parapsychology so he goes around to various 
paranormal events and debunks them basically and one of the chapters he does on psychics and mediums and those people who do those big tours of their mediumship is really interesting how easy it is to be able to trick human beings into feeling like you know loads about them um and then pete had a had had a question from his wife i was just going to say quickly mm-hmm. like i think it might be i think i'm i'm not as skeptical as you and i think that actually some people might have the ability to do certain things but i think as soon as you bring money into it it taints everything so as much as i go on about loving zach bagans like the fact that he's got a tv show that's always yeah. that makes it less impactful i think i think it's the people that do it out of the love or for a genuine desire to want to help people i think that's slightly different but if you're profiting from it yeah that's debatable and darren brown's a genius because <clears throat> he always leaves a little bit of something that he doesn't explain to make you go is it real what so pete had a question from his wife what, as in Pete's not- wife had a question for him what pete's wife had a question for us oh okay but he tweeted us to say oh, that thanks, it was from pete. his wife why is it that every ghost Derek Akora spoke to was either a famous murderer, royalty, or a victim of a horrific crime? How can we never encounter Dor- Dorothy, the nice old lady who ran the florists? Very good question. For American listeners and elsewhere who don't know, um, there Derek Akora is a massive con artist. <laughs> Derek Akora was a footballer? I'm pretty sure Derek Akora was a footballer. I'm going to say he was a ballet dancer just to tarnish his name a little bit. Well, how does that tarnish his name? Yeah, good point. <laughs> I'm not cutting that out so people can see what sort of sexist pig you are. Um, I think he was a footballer and he was on a TV show called Most Haunted where he posed as a psychic medium. And it was true. Every single every single person he channeled and he used to channel people. That was my favourite when he would channel people and he'd just um, speak in a really gruff voice regardless of gender or age of the of the person he was channeling but he um he was a con artist massive he got found out didn't he how did he uh, get found out his crew set him up his crew set him up oh my god did they yeah they fed him information that they knew so they they planted information for him that he didn't know came from them and then it all fitted in with one of these channelings that he did and then his crew just exposed him oh my god yeah. no i didn't know that <laughs> i didn't know um, that. but to give you a, a flip side answer to that maybe it's because dorothy the nice lady that sold flowers has passed on because she's got no reason to be held back yeah no reason to she be lived a good life whereas those murderers maybe she's selling flowers in those heaven. scum lords they're scum stuck. lords scum lords that was good they're that. stuck have you oh this comes from kelly have you or Dan ever had, ever experienced sleep paralysis? And would you consider doing an episode on the topic? You know, people have asked us to do episodes of sleep paralysis. I've never had it. I have the best sleep in the world. I will sleep for 10 hours. I will, My head hits the pillow and I'm fucking out for the count. I don't even need to count sheep, man. I love sleeping. I can, can have full-blown conversations with Emma that she won't remember. That's how well she sleeps. Yeah, I love it. Me, on the other hand. No, Dan doesn't sleep at all um but yeah i've had it twice and um, but i didn't have any of the side effects like i didn't see anything i just couldn't move and it was quite mm. scary um but it wasn't there i didn't have anything sinister happen to it and I've, i yeah i didn't have any like i didn't see any hatted people or anything like that well i think we should do an episode we should on do it we definitely the... should because uh, dave Keane asked about it as well before yeah he did ask about it before so we will do an episode on it uh pete gill has another question 
Oh, Peter's on fire. And while I think of it, <laughs> how could people never see ghosts of people from biblical times or caveman times? Why is it always in the last hundred years? We've had this conversation because then he went on to ask, here's another one. Why are ghosts so often reported wearing white or grey? Don't people dress in other colours in the past? And we had that conversation about the wardrobe in the afterlife being limited. Yeah, so I've got a couple of things to say to that. Okay. I think that maybe we're in the wrong place to see biblical ghosts. Because we might, we, I, there's been, I'm sure there's been reports of like Viking ghosts and we see monks and stuff like that. They're so slightly older than the normal sort of Victorian things. And actually we're not, I don't know, Saxon ghosts, maybe not. We haven't seen many of them. <laughs> so maybe you've got a point, but I guess location is one reason. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the white, black, grey thing is actually an issue of hue. So oh, hue. I don't think we see like... I don't think we see colours because they're apparitions, aren't they? So there's probably only a range of colours that we can see. So potentially the dress was not white, but it looks white because that's the hue that it appears in the range. You've thought about this. I have. Well done. Thanks. Well done. Okay, next question comes from Paddy. Paddy. Hey, Paddy. We love Paddy. Would you do an episode or a long Insta story in which you stay in a haunted house? No, Paddy. <laughs> Why See, would you suggest something like that? I am desperately trying to get Dan to do this. I re- I think you'd ha- we'd have so much fun. He's refusing to answer. He's refusing to talk to me about it. I would love to do it. I really want to do it. There's um an old haunted asylum down the road from us in Chartham. There's plenty of places in Canterbury that are meant to be haunted. I, I really, really want to do it. But I don't really want to go knocking about abandoned places for other reasons other than just ghosts. I wonder if I get arrested. No, it might just fall down on us though. I might get tetanus or something. Uh, well, you're not going to get tetanus either because you'd be too busy being haunted. Yeah, I think it would probably make really good viewing. <laughs> I don't know if it really would, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know if we're that funny in real life. Uh Potentially, Paddy, to answer your question. I'm not ruling it out, but I really don't want to. Whalebones on Instagram said, please alien-related episodes. Please alien-related episodes. <laughs> alien-related episodes are tricky because a lot of people don't actually like them. So our listens on alien-related episodes are always less. That's because Emma, like... What? What? Sabotages my own podcast yeah. so that people don't listen to yeah, aliens? You hate talking about aliens. Because I'm secretly an alien. Yeah. <gasps> and yeah, this has all been a, this has been a clever ruse. What's one paranormal thing that would scare you the most if it happened? And that comes from Spooky Guy T. I, I Sp- t- Spooky Guy Ty. A doll moving when it shouldn't be moving. It was enough to probably make me jump off a cliff, I think. <laughs> I, just, I just don't need that in my life. That would be the worst thing in like any paranormal... I'm not down with it. I'm not down with dolls. Not down with dolls in the slightest. And please don't make that a thing, sending me pictures of dolls. Please do. Somebody started sending pictures of dolls to me the other day for Dan, and he hated it, and I loved it. So please send in more pictures of dolls. She did also send in pictures of aliens for me, so. Oh, fair play. At least it's you know, equal. At least it's equal. equal. Yeah, I mean, aliens would absolutely be mine. And I think, we, as we've established, I learned, I've, I've gone on a journey with this podcast where I've learned that my fear of aliens is actually more so about me not being believed. Yeah. And not wanting to be anally probed. Yeah. There's that too. 
So that would be my scariest thing that happened. Hun- if I saw a ghost, I'd be fine. If there was like poltergeist activity in this house, I'd be fine. I don't think it would really bother me. I'd just be like, you're really annoying. Oh, it would all bother me. But most high of my list is any dolls moving or talking. I There's the episode of Ghost Adventures when they're on an the island of dolls. Oh, yeah. <sighs> there's footage. It's probably fake but of a doll in Brazil where it's like got no batteries and it's just chatting and moving and it's her- okay don't vomit everywhere people don't need to hear that horrible horrible is there any reportedly haunted place you would refuse to set foot in not even for research and that came from Sinead of the Demon Gin I don't know that there is for me I don't want to go in any of the places okay well for you is everywhere I wouldn't go to Mackey's Bobby Mackey's. I would. It's all bullshit. I don't know. I There's nowhere. I don't think. I wouldn't go to Bobby Mackey's. I don't think there's anywhere in the world that I would say I'm definitely not going there. I wouldn't want to go to the Shell Grotto in Margate at night. I've not been there and I would like to go there. I will go there because I don't want going during the day. It's just weird. Um, if you could conjure up any spirit to chat with, who would you call and why? See, we have this conversation quite regularly where we do the, the five people you'd have at your dinner. And one of mine would be um, Emperor Caligula because he was a Roman emperor who went to war with the sea and he put his horse in the Senate. He also had sex with his sister, which is less amusing. <laughs> but also an interesting thing to talk to him about because I'd be like, mate, you're clearly mental. Let's have a conversation about it. Do I have a chat with him? Or Shakespeare? Because I quite fancy him. Don't know if I fancy dead Shakespeare. But... I had a good answer for this before, you know. Yeah, you did. You had somebody really interesting. Yeah, that and I was you'd... like, oh yeah, I'd ask him because he'd tell me he did it. I was like, oh yeah, that would be really good. But I've completely... Oh, Black Dahlia. The victim of Black oh, Dahlia. Oh yeah, yeah, the Black Dahlia victim. Yeah. not so interested in that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved on from that. We've moved on. I would like to... Jack the Ripper. Yeah, no, I don't know if I'd really, I'm already fussed about him. You know, you just can't give a fuck about anybody. No, I want to speak to someone like, I don't know. Yeah, let's do Jack the Ripper. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's, I'd like to have a chat with Amy Winehouse as well. She'd probably be good crack. Yeah, she would be, yeah. That's a shout. Okay, so from Open Your Passport on Instagram. When you die, would you like to be able to roam the earth around your family and friends that are alive or go straight to heaven, but you might not see them again? You can only stay on earth with them as a ghost and only while they're alive. Well, I'm going to fucking come back and haunt everybody anyway. Like, if ghosts are real... Yeah, this is why I have to die first, by the way. If ghosts are real, (laughs) like, I want to be one and I want to haunt everybody. I want to piss people off so much. Like, if I die anytime soon, I'm going to haunt Dan. I've told him this already. And also part of my will is that I have to be taxidermied. And that Dan has to bring me around as a little taxidermied body. Oh, I can't stop hiccuping. As a taxidermied body. Charming. So I'm good. I'm I'm just, I'm not, like, I don't want to be around my family and friends. Like, I just want to haunt people. Yeah, see, I don't know if, um, no, I don't think I would, because I, I don't, I wouldn't really want to scare them. That would so, be so funny, though. No, I'd rather scare other people. Oh, go on, then. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to be knocking about for a bit, and then maybe go to heaven later. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Just have, a, just have a little bit of fun with people. Mm. Like, I'd go to that um, Richard Wiseman. Oh my god, yeah, and ruin his life. <laughs> ruin his life. 
That's it. That's our last question. Oh, they were good questions. Yeah, weren't they good fun? They were really good. I enjoyed that. So, yeah. 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 That's good. If you've got any more questions, you need to wait for our next listener episode. Um, we, we might do another bonus one, I guess. Yeah, we could do yeah. another bonus one. Because I've quite enjoyed this. And you know what? I'm not going to edit it. That's good I'm news. do a little non-editing dance. Because this is us in our real natural form. It sounds like a 90s sitcom opening. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, stop now. Stop. Okay. People don't need to hear that. Um, but yeah, thank you for sending in all your questions. Yeah. I thoroughly good. enjoyed it. And I hope you enjoy our little bonus episode. Goodbye. Goodbye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.